Welcome to UCLA Extension's Business Insights with Roger Ternaden, where we highlight hot topics and underlying economic trends useful to you. We at UCLA Extension wish you and yours a most pleasant and happy Thanksgiving. I just returned from a quick trip visiting my daughters on the East Coast with a bit of rain and cold wind as reminders of the holiday season not being far away. It's heading rapidly towards us. Normally, we would plan only one more podcast before year-end, but this year, in light of the growing challenges inside and outside our country, we'll plan two, with a third immediately after the beginning of the new year. My plan is to spend as much time as possible with family and friends, but to keep both eyes open to the possibility of another financial crisis occurring during what usually is a celebratory time. I'll explain my most serious concerns. First of all, the decades of easy money and low interest rates pretty much ended last year, with 2023 set up to be a year of transition into future years of borrowing traumas and even higher interest rates. The slow-moving crash in commercial real estate, driven by both COVID workplace changes as well as high interest rates and reduced bank lending capacity, is rapidly picking up momentum. A good general update is contained in a Financial Times article, and I provided a link available to you on our podcast SoundCloud page. Basically, many building owners are concluding that the mortgage finance balance owed on their buildings may be substantially higher than today's or even tomorrow's real estate value. This issue becomes front and center for these owners faced with the need to refinance either because their existing mortgage is becoming due and payable, and or the building is not generating enough rental income to pay the operating costs and mortgage payments. But sorry to note, there is much more bad news coming in the next few months. First, WeWork is one of the largest commercial real estate occupants in New York and in other major cities. As you know, WeWork just announced a week or so ago that they will be vacating 70 office leases in New York City. They've declared bankruptcy. But it gets worse. WeWork, or the bankrupt WeWork, has 600-plus locations in major cities, which are now in question in terms of economic issues. Offices in New York City, San Francisco, and Boston will be hit the hardest. Around 42% of WeWork's occupancies are in those three cities. They've already planned to close 1.9 million square feet of office building space in those cities, and now that they finally declare bankruptcy, their bankruptcy attorneys will demand and likely succeed in the court terminating their many long-term real estate leases across the United States. This will effectively put many new millions of square feet of existing office space onto the market as these vacant buildings cannot be refinanced and the owners will have zero rental income from WeWork that they would need to pay the utility, maintenance, property taxes, and other operating expenses. To say nothing of having zero left to make mortgage payments. Many large holders of commercial real estate are defaulting property by property, with the Trump Organization handing back the keys to a 300,000-square-foot trophy property in Manhattan last week, from the Trump Organization to the Blackstone Group, that is possibly the nation's largest commercial real estate owner, 
and Blackstone is continuing to default on additional large office properties, again one by one. The defaults that were initially impactful in San Francisco have now spread to New York, Los Angeles, Dallas, and many other large metro markets. Banks are now getting the next phase of default impact with the additional threats coming from large bad debts in the U.S. transportation industry. Many freight haulers have declared bankruptcy already, including the nation's largest, which is Yellow Freight. This 100-year-old company laid off over 30,000 employees a few weeks ago, with many more layoffs to follow by other large and medium-sized freight firms. The bad news is not limited to truckers, but has spread to the global shipping firms. For example, the shipping firm giant Maersk expects leaner days ahead following a historically profitable period for the container shipping industry. Maersk is the world's second largest shipping company and has reported a 56% decline in first quarter operating profit with warnings of weaker results for the rest of 2023. This Copenhagen-based firm, which is seen as a bellwether for global trade, is confronting a perfect storm of waning consumer demand, falling shipping rates, reduced freight volume, and elevated global inventory levels, to say nothing of the higher prices of diesel fuel, which is key for powering their vehicles and their ships. It will take quite some time for government economic reports to catch up with what I just mentioned. But our really volatile times are making it more and more clear that our advice, which has been to batten down the financial hatches, is the correct strategy for preserving and growing your savings. By lightening up on stocks and bonds, as discussed over the past year, many investors have avoided losses as high as 50% in the long bond market and have taken advantage of 5% plus interest income in the T-bill and the bank CD marketplace. Now that recession is becoming more the talk of the town by even the news media, expect the stock market to resume its downward movement. This downtrend will be amplified by the upcoming Treasury debt auction risks. Again, for example, in the most recent auction of the 30-year Treasury bond, the primary dealers which we defined and discussed in our initial podcasts three years ago, had to buy approximately 25% of all newly issued 30-year securities in this auction, since many of the traditional investors like the central bank, sovereign wealth funds, and even the Federal Reserve have turned into net sellers of treasury securities. From now on, keep an eye on the long-term treasury auction results. I understand that approximately $7 trillion of Treasury securities will be auctioned to refinance and to actually be new debt to finance our growing U.S. Treasury deficits. We might even be, I'm sorry to say, for the first time ever, we might witness a failed U.S. Treasury auction. Even the clear and present risk of this kind of global event can be expected to dampen the appetite for both stocks and bonds. And here's why. The risk of a failed auction communicates that buyers of U.S. long-term securities are demanding higher interest rates. This will be more and more true as expectations of future inflation increase, not decrease as the government spokespeople talk about. I'm also posting a link to the most recent survey, which substantiates expectations that consumer sentiment 
read that as future consumer purchases, is rapidly dropping while inflation expectations are increasing. Again, this link is posted on the SoundCloud webpage for our Business Insights podcast. And by the way, don't ignore the global risks, such as the Russia-Ukraine war, the largest concentration of warships responding to the Israel-Gaza fighting, escalating attacks between the U.S. and Iran, China and Russia's impact on the BRIC country alliances and new currencies they plan to use for trade, an upcoming energy challenge for Europe with respect to energy adequacy this winter, a deep recession in Germany, overall deglobalization of trade, increasing costs of building new supply chains, and etc., etc. The list is long. Now, in my opinion, is the time to continue in defensive mode. Hold large amounts of cash and T-bills or bank CDs. Don't try to call a turning point in commercial real estate or the overall economy. There is a reasonable probability at this time we'll face a major shakeout in stocks and a really long-term recovery in the bond market. Real estate is challenging since it's importantly a local market, city by city, in terms of supply and demand, but it's a national market with respect to mortgage interest rates. I think we can all expect that banks are continuing to tighten lending standards as they try to absorb growing bad debt losses coming from not only real estate, but from credit cards and non-government supported small business lending. Enjoy the holidays without looking over your shoulder at the stock, bond, or real estate markets if you can. Defer any new commitments if you can. I fully expect 2024 to become a severe recession year, and the reasons could be many, as I've just covered. There are simply too many large risks to try to avoid, as some of them will become reality, with some potentially terrible financial impacts. On the good news side, can you imagine a better place to be than to have a lot of cash reserves in order to become a future stock, bond, or real estate buyer? if we indeed experience continued drops in these market prices. I'm personally excited to anticipate a future buying time to prepare for the next upswing, which invariably happens. But it's not now, it's not this year, and it may or may not be next year. We'll stay tuned and offer you our expectations every other week as more and more trends get locked into place. Again, best wishes for a pleasant family Thanksgiving. Be sure to email us at rtornadin at uclaextension.edu on more specific questions, which we will answer either personally or select as part of our future podcast. Hosted by Business and Legal Programs Director Roger Tornadin. This podcast is presented by UCLA Extension and produced by Jamie Moss at Studio 10960. These podcasts are made for educational purposes and are not financial advice. The goal is to educate and provide resources on focused economic and job trends with the latest support research so that you can make more informed financial and career decisions that best suit your personal needs. UCLA Extension offers more than 5,000 online and in-classroom courses taught by over 2,000 leading practitioners to help you get from here to there. For more information on this podcast or our financial and legal programs, please check us out at www.uclaextension.edu. We know it's about your life, not just your money.